The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week on The Breakup Breakdown. The last year of our relationship, she was a different person. Was there ever old feet before the wedding? After the wedding, she kind of started being honest. Would have been nice to know before you committed your lives to one another. I tell her, I'm like, I feel like you kind of left me. We shared vows. She cried. She must have had some feelings. Some feelings, but maybe not enough because this marriage did not last very long. I feel like we've had a lot of almost marriages or engagements that ended, but we've never talked about a divorce. And we are going there this week. And look, divorce is never easy to talk about, but I could not believe how petty this divorce got. As always, if there's a certain part of the interview you want to jump to, we've got all the timestamps in the episode description. Also, just want to let you know that this week's mini episode is with TikTok's favorite therapist at So My Mom's a Therapist. If you've spent more than three seconds on the app, you've definitely seen her incredible advice. I just got off the phone with her and I got to say, this might be the best episode I've ever recorded. But that's just my opinion. All right, let's break down this week's breakup. Hey, what's up? It's Abby. Hey there, it's Lexi. Welcome to the Breakup Breakdown, where we cry while listening to other people's breakup stories. Thank you for admitting that we cry this time. I feel like you always want to have these clean intros where we're like, yeah, we're going to go through it with these couples, but we cry. Like, we're distraught after this. This has been really difficult. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. We're we're doing our best, and I think we, you know, the way I cope is with humor. Um, So we need to laugh our way through these really traumatic breakups, because how else are we going to enjoy ourselves doing this? And you know, a thank you to our listeners and our watchers, because while we're here for these couples you're here for us you're here for us so thank you for being here for us because we really need you yeah absolutely all right let's read the submission it's a it's another engagement marriage that has gone wrong which i just feel like is the theme here this really isn't even the breakup breakdown this is like the divorce downplay yeah the divorce downplay (laughs) stay tuned for series two all right abby hit me with the story here we go abby i literally have no idea what happened to this couple so i followed this girl who had been dating someone for years they had a covid wedding like i don't know maybe a year ago and she's already with a new girl they both seem really happy so maybe it was for the best but how does a couple that's been together for that long get married and break up in less than a year cheating yeah, I mean, COVID wedding, it's all very recent. Yeah. You're saying cheating right off the No, bat. I'm, I I just feel like that's always what people say. It's like the default, like, well, if something went wrong, somebody, was, there was infidelity. So we're on a trend here. We mm-hmm. have been bending together too long, growing apart, and cheating. Mm-hmm. This one already moved on to a full new relationship. That's the thing you're yeah. going to think, though. Well, they got married and then moved on to a new relationship. And I just, again, I, I feel like it's the easy answer to say that it's cheating. There's always another issue. Though. She's already with someone. Maybe there's a happy ending. Like, maybe yeah. this person has become, like, her saving grace maybe it was a really toxic relationship and this person has helped her through it i'm trying to think positive here no i didn't even think happy thought so let's should we talk to her <laughs> let's talk to her here we go so i mean a relationship ending after five years is already a little jarring but the fact that you got 
married and then just months later you were already with somebody else. It's kind of wild. Why don't you start from the beginning? How did you meet your now ex-wife and how did the breakup go down? We both went to school at Boise State. We met on a dating platform. We met on the Her app. You know, I know her. <laughs> She's very familiar with her. her. Same team, girlfriend. Same team. <laughs> After that experience, I was like, I'm not using that app ever again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's scary sometimes. It's a rough world out in the her universe. What's scary about it? Is it worse? Can't be worse than Tinder. Well, in the beginning when it just came out when I started using it. So my experience wasn't that bad. There was probably maybe like four people on it, though. So like, there wasn't a lot of options. But I heard from other people that have used it. It's like a lot of catfish. It's a lot more popular than it was previously. Well, you must have had decent luck because you met this gal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we met off of that. We went on our first date to like a coffee place and we're both in college. So that was like a chill kind of first date. And then, you know, when we went on our first date, it was great. We talked for like hours. The coffee shop had to literally like kick us out because we were there for so long. After that, I mean, I guess just in general, like with lesbian relationships, like we moved very fast um, into getting into a relationship. We spent like all of our time together. It was really good. Like the relationship on Honestly, like in the beginning and everything was really good. There wasn't any problems. We communicated really well. For the first few years, we were in Boise and then I graduated earlier than her. And then so I had to make the decision of what am I going to do now? Am I going to stay in Boise? Am I going to go back? Because I'm from California and she's from California too. I think I'm going to stay in Boise. So she went to California. She went back to California with her parents. I think that was like the hardest part of the relationship at that point I tell her I'm like I feel like you kind of left me here like alone like we didn't make a decision on our own and you're kind of making decisions on your own not thinking about our future together so I initiate breakup at that point she was very hurt by it obviously felt really bad and like after the breakup too I just felt like it was the wrong decision you know if I do get like the opportunity to you know have it back we'll get married I didn't want to lose her at that point we can make it work we'll compromise and stuff like that and so then that kind of made the decision for me of like I need to go back to California and be with family at what point did she propose to you um it was like year four I felt like I was always pushing for that next step mm-hmm. but I didn't push at all I was like I knew that we would get married and stuff but I didn't push a lot of the marriage things and stuff like that it ended up with COVID we didn't want to get anyone from our family sick so we had a backyard ceremony in, Oct- in October 2020 well it seems like both of you were really pushing for this wedding to happen you know sooner rather than later what were some of the issues that were coming up? We've had, obviously, for five years, we've had like these kinds of conversations and Mm -hmm. kinds of conflicts and stuff like that. But it just seemed a little bit different and a little bit off. So what were the specific issues? And then what would you say was different about them pre-wedding and post-wedding? I noticed there was this change. It was more noticeable after she went to like her training and she started like this new job. She almost started acting like a little bit different. And she would tell me a lot of the stuff that like happened at her job. So it's kind of more like on the law enforcement side. I don't really want to get into it because I don't want to like blow up her stuff. It's more on like a law enforcement side. And so with that, it comes a lot of like rigidity. And like she said, a lot of the people too at, you know, where she was working, they were kind of like a boys club. And yeah. so it was like very, I don't like my wife. I hate my life. Kind of stuff like that. She started being like less caring in a way of my feelings. One example from the 
the beginning towards like the ends in the beginning of our relationship I got into a car accident and I ended up totaling my car everyone was fine that was my like first car crash so she came down and she was like there with me the entire time that I was like going through all of that then towards like the end of it I didn't get into a crash but my car ended up like smoking my phone is literally about to die at this point call her um can you like come and like come here like and help me and like get me or something like that and then she's literally is just I mean she doesn't answer the first call second call yeah like what can you like come get me like the tow truck driver is gonna like be here and stuff like that and she's oh can you just like let me know when the tow truck driver is gonna be there and then I'll come I'm like okay like I'm just gonna like (laughs) sit here I'm like in the car like just bawling my eyes out like what's wrong like I haven't done anything we're literally engaged would it kill you to show some empathy I don't understand why you're acting like this or being like this recently and then she like comes out and she's like I just don't know like if I could see us like in the future us being like together I'm just like floored we're married at this point oh shoot yeah yeah so we're married at this point after the wedding is kind of when she started being honest with how she was feeling would have been nice to know before the the ceremony before you committed your lives to one another so let me ask you this was there ever cold feet before the wedding like maybe we shouldn't do this or anything like that when we first almost like divorce breakup she was like i don't really know on her part you know i've been thinking a lot like i think that actually like i may be like more asexual because that was a problem we were having too is we weren't having like a lot of intimacy and i was like what's wrong with me why won't you initiate anything and then she's like and i think i've decided more that i don't want kids in the future and this point too i'm like floored because i'm like we talked about this i didn't just get into this and be like no i don't i'm not having like solid conversations about this that was her initiating that she didn't want to be with me she said all of that and then she's like i think i'll go to my parents house i'll let you process this i had my sister come over like i talked about it with my sister and i was thinking still i was like i don't know if i want to like let this go i was like i feel like we could still work on it i was like maybe i could like you know go to a place where it's like maybe i don't want kids i was literally saying like i'd rather not have kids than lose what we have she comes back I tell her all of this and she's like actually I just don't love you in like a relationship way I love you like at a friendship level I lost all feelings of romantic love for you how far into the marriage is this is this right is this when you got into the accident this is when all this stuff started happening or did this come out of nowhere when I got into the accident that was like a few months before like this breakup so we talked about like after the accident we talked about like her whole conversation of like that I was talking with my therapist about and then so it wasn't a shock to me that she did end up coming up with that and being like you know all of these things but I was thinking in my mind I was like as long as like we work on it and we go through all of this we can make it work and like she can be back to like where she was before because it was just such a, a crazy shock of in the beginning of it everything it was so good and it wasn't even like just good for a year it was good for like at least a good like two or three years like even when I broke up with her I still want to be with her and she still tried and we still did everything it was like literally the last year of our relationship together Mm -hmm. where she was a different person I also think COVID had to do something with it where you're not separated from your partner you're spending all your time with them I think a lot of things too happened on my end it's important in relationships I think to go on dates and to like keep that kind of spark alive and we were doing a lot of staying in 
and like watching shows and it's like that could be fun but also it could just be like really boring let me ask you this was there any threat of anybody else in the picture she was very close to this one girl i'm sure she was like one of those people who like always like texts like friends and stuff like that so it's like at first i didn't think anything of it but they just started getting like closer and closer and so i'm not sure if maybe that was something or if it was just a really good friend that she was leaning on for support of breaking up with me so i mean was that it for her she's just like i'm asexual i don't want to have kids this is just done and then she comes back at me too i thought when we got married i would get feelings back for you and i didn't she thought a, a ceremony where you just exchange some words was gonna just bring it back to life you're supposed to like to already love the person when you're getting married but apparently not like even though she was kind of like cold and like more like distant i still wanted to do it because she's was staying she still wanted to do it and we shared vows she cried so i was she must <laughs> totally have had like, some feelings exactly so it's like i know she did and i think it is just that whole thing of we were in the relationship for so long that it's like hard to imagine yourself out of that when you've almost been like that for years you know you've gone through so much you've been through so much that you're like we should be together because it's like we you know work if you don't change like with your partner as they're changing you could grow apart and I feel like that's what happened in a way she grew to a different person I mean I felt like I was still the same person (laughs) I don't know I was probably a little different so yeah and I mean you guys went through a lot together all those moves all those like changes I mean yeah job loss like I lost my dad too and she was really supportive and there for me through that as well and it was hard to my dad was able to meet her and like approved of her so there was also that oh that's so hard I mean you've kind of made it clear that like you guys don't communicate and things like that now but like how are you like what's going on since then in the beginning the divorce was very amicable we talked about the separation of stuff and since we were only married for three months there wasn't a ton to separate And then all of a sudden I get a text from her out of nowhere, just being like, hey, do you still have the ring? And I'm like, I'm not talking to you. That's where she pulls out. So there was these videotapes that I had like of my childhood. They were on VCR and her parents had a VCR set. So we were going to do the whole conversion of VCR to DVR. And then I told her prior to our separation, I was like, I'm pretty sure these are at your house. Can you check? And so she's like, I literally checked everywhere. Like can't find them. I'm sorry. I, I have them. You must have them. And so I was thinking, well, I mean, I guess I must have them. I don't know. Like she said, she checks everywhere. So she's like, I have your videotapes. I'll give them back to you if you give me the ring. I can't deal with the pettiness. Did she actually have them or was she just using it almost as blackmail? She took a picture of them. Why did she want your ring? To sell it? I mean, I still don't know to this day, but obviously my childhood videotapes. So obviously my dad's on it. It's just our childhood stuff. Yeah, but you weren't asking for her ring back, right? Yeah. No. Well, no, how- she kept her ring. I wanted like this specific style. It wasn't that expensive, but it wasn't that cheap either, you know? So I do understand that it was kind of pricey, but she did agree to do that and she wanted to. And then she got her ring and I paid for her ring. Her ring was not as expensive, but it was still, it was expensive. And then I traded in my mom's engagement ring and from my dad, I put that into that ring. So she's got your mom's engagement ring and your your videotapes, like these very sentimental fans. And she broke her heart. Literally can't deal with this girl. I mean, obviously the divorce is going to be super hard, but it was so quick after the wedding too. You've got the stress of the wedding and then you're getting divorced and you're breaking it off with this person that you've been with for five years. How did you handle that? The first initial moments of the divorce when I was like, finally, I guess this is over. That was very hard, obviously for me and stuff like that. I was working.
working with a therapist the entire time. What really helped is I was talking with her the whole time and she was kind of putting it into my brain. Like maybe this isn't the relationship for you, but I also wasn't hearing it because well, we're married. Like what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, true. I was like, okay. And then she, you know, too, was like, I know, like we both didn't want to get divorced. And I was like, well, I wish you would have thought about that before you knew that like you were getting married to me. How did your friends and family react to this ending? Were they surprised at all? I learned a long time ago that if you tell like friends and family, like all of the issues that you have, they're not going to be able to forgive as easily as you are in the relationship. So I kept any problems or anything very private, didn't really disclose with my family, like what was happening. Obviously on social media, you only post the good things. It was only that a lot of my friends were very shocked as well. But no one came out of the woodwork being like, oh, well, we hated her the whole time. No, I mean, like she got along with my family and everything. Um, They didn't say that the last few months of like us being together, she was also like distant with them. Other than that, they were very shocked, surprised that it happened. And I mean, most of the time it was like, it wasn't really, I'm not saying it was like all like breakout fights and stuff like that, but it was just a long process of like her just continuing to not care about me. What do you think it was about this new job that caused her to distance herself from you, your family, the relationship? I mean, I think in general, she was unhappy with where she was, specifically with that job. It did give a lot of stability and it was kind of in a field that she wanted to be in. So I think she continued to keep that job specifically for that, but she was very miserable. I could just imagine being at a job that you hate, having to try to live a happy life or whatever, you know? And I just think it's obviously, I can't say like, this is it, but I do think it's who you surround yourself with. And by surrounding yourself with people that are always like, I hate my wife, I hate my life, I hate everything about you. It's like surrounding yourself with negativity. And since she worked so many hours at this job, that's literally all year around. So do you think if she was in a job that she was maybe happier in, things would look different for you? The reason I think that she definitely called it quiz is I was asking for a lot more. She knew that she was going to be able to give ever again. I think I kept asking her, let's do this, let's do this, let's try this, like, let's like make this work. And I think she just got over it of being like, that's never, you know, going to be me. I'm going to see myself out. I think it would be a hard time for me to pull the plug. So I am grateful that she did do it. Well, she almost did you a favor by being miserable, I guess. (laughs) It definitely helped that she is the one to be like, put the kibosh on it. Because even like after the first second of us breaking up, like the first like week, I was like, no, we can make it work. So (laughs) I mean, I obviously I was invested. Like I was like, I know what marriage takes. My parents you know, ended up getting a divorce. So like in my life, I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to make any like marriage that I have work and I'm going to work to save it if it ever like happens. And so, but there's just some things you, uh, you can't work on if the other person doesn't want to. If you could go back and give yourself any advice, what would you tell yourself? And at what point in the timeline would you tell it? When I was first feeling unhappy, I would go back to that and just tell myself that it's, you shouldn't put up with this and you don't have to put up with this. Cause I feel like I did make a lot of excuses and put up with a lot of acting means towards me like not caring about me putting me on the back burner not just not caring about the person you're with in general that was really hurtful and still even now when my girlfriend is treating me nicely I'm still crying like oh my god like you're being so nice to me like why are you being nice to me does the bare minimum and is just thrilled yeah literally (laughs) care about me well 
struggle, you struggle. I mean, unfortunately, she made you feel not worth it for a while. So you go through those struggles of like, was I the issue? Was I not? And it takes a lot to overcome getting through that so that when someone treats you nice, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, do I deserve this? <laughs> I do want to know about the new the new girl. So what's the story with that? Yeah, the new lady. It's like first going out and everything. I was, I'm not going to settle down. I'm going to have fun. Like, I, I can that. finally get to experience the lesbian lifestyle. <laughs> the lesbian lifestyle. And you're surprised you're rushing into anything? Come on. <laughs> I could definitely run it here. I was like, this is going to be a good time. And then so I'm on Hinge and talking with a few of the people. And then my girlfriend now, Lindsay, and we're chatting a little bit back and forth. She wants to go on like a video call and like meet me. And then, you know, we meet in person. We're going on a couple of dates and we met a lot. And like, I'm still telling my roommate, I'm like, no, like I'm not settling down. I'm going <laughs> through like, I was like, I'm going through my Playboy era. Okay, like, <laughs> like, this is my time. <laughs> I am young and, you know, single. By the end of March, she's like staying over at my house all the time. I'm literally stopped talking to like everyone else. What do you say they bring the U-Haul? Yeah, lesbians bring a U-Haul to the first day. You're like, I'm, well, you said you were like, I'm out here living this lesbian lifestyle in California. I'm like, what? Is, you got U-Hauled. Like, come on. <laughs> she literally moves in like a month later. Before the ink has dried on your divorce papers, you got a new lady in your apartment. We're literally still signing the divorce papers at this point. But yeah. I will say you seem happy. You do seem very happy. Um, and you seem healthy about it and talking about it. I mean, you had a full blown conversation. This is like fairly recent. I'd say this is one of the most recent ones we've yeah. talked to. Um, but even like from it, I can just like see a lot of strength and even just like handling it. Does the way that relationship, the first relationship ended, give you any fears about commitment, marriage, that kind of thing with this new gal? In general, it is up to me to heal myself and be a better person and not to give those issues to her because she doesn't deserve it. She's not the one who did it to me. She's not the person who did it. But I think just the insecure part of me is always thinking, okay, well, it's good now, but maybe in like five years, it's going to be the same thing. Mm. So I think the only thing that I am nervous of is the changing thing, but there's nothing I could do. I can't worry about the future. I can't make it her problem. Like she makes me very happy. She always says how much she wants wants to be with me and loves me so I can't like put that onto her but there is that in the mind back here yeah back in the mind fear of maybe in like five years <laughs> no I mean I can imagine after being with someone for four years and then getting engaged and then getting married and then all the problems coming after the wedding kind of freaking you out but you're doing the right thing by going to therapy and recognizing that it's an internal thing you gotta handle and again power to you because you've overcome a lot yeah for sure and I'm super I'm super stoked for you I mean that's the first thing you do is like those triggers from previous relationships you want to like not like point those but it seems like you have a good head on your shoulders about like what you're looking for I mean I think back to when you were saying how she was like oh I don't want kids but like I'll make myself not want kids have your goals in life and work towards them and those people either stick around or they don't. Thank you so much for our interviewee for sharing her breakup story and everything she learned. Again, I always love it when these have a happy ending. These breakups are hard, so it's so great to see it work out for people. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we would also love it if you subscribed so you always get notifications on the latest episode. Like the one that comes out on Thursday. It's our mini episode with at So My Mom's a Therapist. We're talking about specific relationship issues that typically happen around the holidays. Like, what if I'm meeting my partner's family for the first time? What if I feel overstimulated around my family and I don't know how to tell them that I need alone time? And what if I'm just single for like the fifth year in a row? What do I do? How do I handle that? It's a really great episode where we get real. We do not glaze over any issue. The 
trailer for next week's episode isn't up yet. We are taking a break for the holidays, but after our mini episode on Thursday, we'll be back on January 4th. So I won't see you next Tuesday. I will see you the next, next Tuesday.